0: Rockin' with One Nation Radio. Welcome to the program. James Boyd, Rich Latta, and a couple friends with the show for your wrestling needs. Shopping out the rest of the IWC. We're going tell her how it is. We're gonna shoot from the hip. If they're putting out trash, we're gonna rip them the bits. Make sure that you tweet us and you rate the shows. Tell a friend to tell a friend Now let's get it on the road. Hey, One Nation Sport, One Nation Sport, One Nation Sport. Welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd. Thank you for listening. Social, www.what's up. What's up? Goods, Raleigh, and this is One Nation Radio, yeah, I know. Welcome to the October 26th edition of One Nation Radio. James, what's going on, man?
1: Not too much. It seems like we have ourselves a big time angle. <laughs> so whenever WWE does that, it tends to kind c- of reinvigorate the uh the, the census. So I'm kinda into it this week. I'm kinda into it this week.
0: A big time egg. We're a- not talking about Kurt.
1: I mean we'll get to that, but like look, not everything made sense, but but uh it was it was fun. Uh all the stuff that happened this week.
0: Yeah, man. most of the stuff that happened this week. Yeah, man, we had a TLC uh, last Sunday. We also had, uh, you know, it went down on Raw, uh, gang yeah. fights, and you know, people getting jumped, yeah. uh, fair ones being shot in the back. You know, um, uh, Jason Jordan <laughs> running up on <laughs> chat uh, or Jason jo- or Chaggy running up on Jason Jordan, like I owe you this. You know, oh, how dare you break up this tag team? Um, there, there, there are, are plenty the of funny? little moments.
1: Like you derailed my career, you selfish motherfucker. <laughs> 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 Shut up on that man. Oh, especially like okay. So the one fair one I truly enjoyed was like the women. Like, yeah. Who's walk up and you're like oh like it was something like some grade school stuff. Was like oh I see a fight It's going down,
0: so you just make noise. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Uh, a couple other things going on. Uh, I guess we can just start with TLC now. Uh, James, what are your overall thoughts on the show?
1: Um. I, I thought that it was really, I mean, aside from, you know, the every single gender, or not gender, but uh, every single uh, end zone match we're going to get, um, you know, those are going to be the, the drizzling shits, but but um, you know, you know, pretty much the card lived up the expectations, uh, or not lived up the expectations, but exceeded expectations because the expectations were so low. Uh, you know, we got a solid matches out of the, all the women um, matches. We got uh, we got a great um, exhibition match that was AJ and Finn, and we had a memorable um, main event, that's for sure. Like, they, you know, it was, it was all the sports entertainment that uh, that to, to Vince's content, his heart's content, but we, we got, it was a success in my opinion, so I give the show a thumbs up.
0: As I mentioned on uh, Chad Matthews' podcast, what up, Chad? And we're going to talk a little bit about that later. Uh, I just want to say rest in peace to Braun Strowman. Uh, thoughts and prayers out to his family. Um, he was he was killed during the main event in a compactor. Uh, don't know when we'll see him again. You know, somehow they're still... I, I was kind of offended that they didn't open up Raw with a graphic and them ringing the bell ten times, you know. They just want to go ahead and murder somebody. You know, live on on the pay per view. You know, that's the least you could do for the man. The man gave his life for this damn company for 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 y'all trying to have y'all best all time quarter ever. Y'all had it on that man's back. How dare y'all? Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves.
1: Oh man! What? Uh, yeah, I, it it was it was like I said, like you kill somebody off and then you tell them. Uh, You do something that, that would intimate like somebody would be murdered, and then like you show up the next day and they say that, yeah, he'll be gone, he'll be off TV for a couple of weeks. It's like, oh, you fucking idiots. Like, what's wrong with y'all? <laughs> uh, another one, another one, another one that I thought was really good was uh, at the pay per view, they mentioned that Bray Wyatt, you know, the supernatural being, uh, the person that, you know, shapeshift and teleport uh, was sick with a viral infection. I was like, you fucking guys, you just like. I
0: won't even say nothing.
1: We all know, we all know he's a human being, but like he doesn't play a human being. So like, you know, just say he's you know he won't be there for whatever reason. Like you don't really have to give reason. Like you just say he's not going to be on the show. The, the subject or the card is subject to change. You don't have to say that like you know your supernatural gimmick guy came down with the sniffles. I don't. I mean, I'm not of the sniffles, but like just say like oh yeah that guy's sick like. Well, shit! Tell them the, the abracadabra, uh, presto, kazam! Out of that shit, and like, then come like to their
0: view. S- like I've seen the Green Mile. I know you can get rid of get rid of sickness if you into the the hokey pokey, spooky shit. You know, you can just blow the blue uh, flies out of your body and uh and, and heal yourself. Uh, but uh, I thought it was a, a- oh
1: hold on hold on. hold on hold on before you get to that. Like you know you know how like all the tropes there are for black people in in uh, movies. Like and one of the tropes is actually like, a magical, the magical, the magical Negro, man. and like and Michael Clark Duncan was a like, literal magical Negro. <laughs> <in the green laughs> oh
0: man, Black is Wrestling podcast going. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I thought it was a fun show. Um, it was WWE clearly in a situation where they had Doodoo set up initially. You know, it had that card not changed, and then they got thrown. You know, some curveballs. And they made the most of, you know, what looked to be a dire situation. Like, bringing in AJ Styles, I I can't credit them enough, you know. And I said this on a chat show. Like, it's, you know, it's telling that they called Styles. You know, they didn't call Brock Lesnar. They didn't call Jenner Mahal. They didn't call Randy Orton. They didn't call Nakamura. They didn't call Kevin Owens. They called AJ Styles to bring his ass up from Chile, to fly eighteen hours and just roll out there and um and deliver what I thought was a four star match. So shouts out to those guys. Um, and besides that, you know, we had Oscar debuting. Uh, James, what did you make of that? Uh, of Oscar debuting? Is so, she ruined? Uh,
1: so I haven't. I have enthusiasm for a lot of what happened over the past uh or the, this earlier this week and uh but i also had a lot of issues with with some of the booking decisions um based off of like my god why will you do this with this person why would you even put this person in a match with that person at this point in time it makes no sense uh and number number one for me is oscar on sunday and on monday um like for me they, they don't learn like I've said for you. I've said to you on the podcast a bunch of times that this company does not learn lessons, or they learn lessons the hard way, or they're slow to learn. And them and what they did with Nakamura and Ziggler, where Ziggler shows up and Ziggler is a is a you know more or less a geek, I
0: call and it. you're
1: uh, portraying this up and coming person with vignettes or talking them up like they're such a big deal. And you know they they are a big deal based off of what they did in NXT, but you know, this is a lot. It's a lot smaller of an audience compared to the general audience in uh, WWE. So you, you need to impress people to uh, to shine them up to show them that like that, like the the substance matches the hype. So same in the same fashion that they messed up with with Duncan Moore to start off with, and um, they did the same thing with Oscar, Asuka, where Oscar's fighting a geek, <laughs> and she has a, a way too competitive match where. Um, you know, if you're going to do that, then maybe you should look at what they did with Nakamura when he first showed up in NXT. Where, all right, people want to people may or may not know who Nakamura is, even though who the hell watched NXT that actually knows that doesn't know who Nakamura was at the time. But you put him in there with one of the you know, with the biggest star of that brand's history at that point in time, Sami Zayn. And you go out there, and you put on a classic, and you have that kind of match to get him over as he's a star. Either that, or you need to go in there and you need to kill somebody. They didn't either. I thought it was weird,
0: very I, weird. And you know, I called this. I, I felt like the you know this would happen, uh, and I believe I used the same parallel you just did, like with Dolph Ziggler and Nakamura. Yep. And it's mm-hmm. just amazing that what can be so special in NXT can like just get roughed up with Michael Cole commentary and WWE booking. You know, the, the, those com- those are the lethal combinations. Like, like those those two things will bury you. You know, if, if you can't rise above them, and you know, it's been two matches, so I don't want to go too crazy on that. Survivor Series is still yeah. coming, but yeah. if you look at how you would like to introduce Oscar, a month of build up, people. Swore it was amazing. You know everything was happening, and you know they even put it in the same spot. It was the opening match, like <laughs> like it was the same spot as a Nakamura match. So it's like, who thinks this is a good idea? Come on, Vince. I know you listen to the show,
1: right? Yeah. And another thing about it is, this ain't the fur This ain't just like her and Nakamura that they've done this to with people that had you know. People that, you know, they're trying to um, get, make a big impression on over immediately. Like, they did the same thing with Bobby Roode and Ziggler. Where, like, well, not at first with, with Bobby Roode. Like, they brought him up, and he, he came in, and he killed guys. But the problem is after that is they took him off TV so that Ziggler can come up with, with a, a character and a, and a gimmick to immediately go in a feud with Bobby Roode immediately after and then they had their pay per view match, and that's what happened. Like, there's a, there's a weird thing with WWE going on right now, where the main roster, anyway, where like are, they 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 they're they're really good at presentation. You know, video packages, making things feel important, making things making you feel like the historical weight of things. Like, for example, um, the, the women's first Money in the Bank, um, but like the execution and and the the execution after that like it just you know it's very finicky it could be it could follow through and we'll have good moments and in other moments not so much and other ones that leave you scratching your head
0: yeah um so yeah TLC and you know the main event was like every type of it was a ridiculous car crash there was a lot of stuff where I was like I don't know what the hell's going on this is stupid and then there was other parts it was like holy shit this is crazy um, I definitely enjoyed seeing Kurt Angle come out there and pop up behind Rollins and Ambrose with the biggest smile on his face, uh, just happy to be there. Braun Strowman is apparently a babyface <laughs> if he's alive. Um, yeah, would you have James?
1: Okay, so do you remember the uh, the like the the match like the uh, the graphic? Um, Side by side matchup of uh, Sean versus Austin at WrestleMania 14. Well, like Austin, it looks like Austin with a you know with a on, looking mean, and then like you know Pretty Boy Sean Michaels has a, look, has a look tough when he has like the little strand of bang like link over his face. Yeah. Okay, so for me, seeing the Shield come back, come out there with those two together, uh, Ambrose and Rollins in the tactical gear or whatever, the, the riot gear or whatever you want to call it. And you know they got the face the faces on or whatever, and then all of a sudden like you see oh happy dad Kurt just like walk in there smiling like hi guys like
0: it so, it so, <laughs> is, it, is it time to fight now? Like,
1: yes, like it was it it was, it was great. It, it's, it's one of the uh, it's one of the better memorable moments of the year.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, but like as far as the Strowman thing is. Him and Kane have to be outside of uh, of the of SummerSlam, like they are Survivor Series. They have to have a match, don't they?
0: Yeah, they they've got to have a match. They could put it at Survivor Series, but you know, you never know how they want to do these things.
1: Well, I was thinking, I was thinking because like Brock Lesnar matches don't go long, right? Yeah. Um, out of all the championship matches. Like the only match you expect to go like for for real time, like you know, over eighteen minutes would be um, tag the tag match. match. This so, is such
0: poor planning by WWE to have all the those champions be bad wrestlers, heels or both. <laughs> I'm not even concerned
1: about this. I'm not even concerned about like the bad wrestler thing. Like if you can get a, you know, like you if if you have. I mean, who would be like the face equivalent of a Baron Corbin in ring? Uh,
0: Titus O'Neill.
1: <laughs> okay. If you built a storyline around it, I think you'd get a good storyline or a, or a credible storyline match with all of the cheating and smoke and mirrors that, that comes with a Miz match with all the cheating in the Miz garage. Um, but, you know, when you have Natalia versus Alexa, Hill versus Hill. And uh, just what you're talking about with Corbin and Miz, Hill versus Hill, and like, I mean, you could Brock's not necessarily Hill, you just Brock, but you could also say Brock versus Jinder, you know, in certain instances are is Hill versus Hill as well. It's it's a it's a it's a really weird card, and not, and I don't know, I don't know how this is going to work. I think there might be some title changes, at least like for the short term, like or at least like where. They got to flip something up. I don't know how they're going to do that with three matches with, like, you know, this guy's like, oh, yeah, we, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah, I, I think I they, know. they need to do that as well. Um, and that kind of leads into what we were going to talk about next, like, with the whole Raw invasion where they were uh, jumping out, you know. On, uh the what? The Raw invasion. <laughs> there right. you go. The, That's the, the one. The, the supposed uh, Kendrick Perkins voice, you know, invasion. yes. yes.
1: Invention
0: <laughs> Um Yeah, so so Shaman Man showed up on Monday Night Raw looking all happy and jovial. Um sh- you know, somehow he, he hugged a man that once belly belly suplexed him through glass. Um you know, I I, I I wouldn't have done that, you know. But um, he, he showed up with all his, you know, lower tier goons. Actually, no, he showed up with all his goons, pretty much except Randy Orton and, like, you know, Owens and Zayn. I, I can't think of anyone else I, I didn't see. But the funny part of the whole thing was, like you saw a couple guys to start and then every attack you would see a couple more guys it's like hold on what is nakamura doing here i didn't see him before like and he has like the blue shirt on and it's just like this looks so funny like <laughs> like they're walking through the backstage like a gang just rolling up on people them, oh you want to run it like what up yeah, an- C- you- year. look ain't an- I- a- C- seen years what's up what's up titus what- what's up apollo run it
1: yeah, slatter some skin and whoop their black asses.
0: Yes, uh, and the women they uh, went out there and, and and fought on the head up uh, and, and just beat yeah, them down the in ten seconds. Yeah, you know, like what do we mm-hmm. need to say match for? Y'all got beat up bad. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm just you know, AJ Styles the with the blue on, off. jumping on folks.
1: Yeah, I'm wearing red. Trunks. Like, it was so funny. Yeah. Like, he shows up in the red because, you know, he's on Raw or whatever for the first time in, um, you know, the Brand Split. And then, like, he show, and then, like, later in the show, like, nah, bro, blue shirt. Double agent. Turn. <laughs> Call me 007.
0: Yes. And yes. they're doing their whole thing under siege and trying to make it a hashtag and all that. You know, WWE and they owe uh, Brandon. Um but yeah, so they didn't they didn't come with the immediate attack after on SmackDown. I think it was good that they did that, let let it breathe a little bit. But um, I thought it was uh, I thought it was an okay angle to do.
1: Yeah, I mean, another reason why they didn't do it immediately after is because like, look at the roster. Like no, there's no Orton I'm sorry, not no ord. There's no uh, Reigns. There's no Bray. Like, there's no there's no brawn like if you're gonna do an invasion like you don't you know actually you no know Brock as well because Brock ain't showing up for that shit. so uh it, it would be really weird if they actually did do that with like they show up with geeks yeah. this just, just they show up with like the the you know the the I guess for lack of a better word like uh the job squad it' like yeah we're gonna come out here and beat you with like we' gonna come out here and we're gonna beat y'all up we're gonna beat you up nakamura
0: and we're gonna beat you yes. up with the drifter you know, <laughs> they, you know, look, they do it
1: <laughs> I, don't, I got more faith in them than you do, I guess. But uh yeah, like it wouldn't it just wouldn't have uh seemed right. I will say, like, what do you think is gonna happen as far as uh like entrance into both uh matches? Both uh women's and men's uh Survivor Series matches.
0: Like like who do I think is gonna fill out the rosters? Yeah, like now that I guess Sami Zayn's not on a roster apparently. That I, I don't know why you do that, but um, or, or like Nakamura Owens won't be there. I, I think they're gonna go ahead and have Nakamura win that match. But uh, if I had to pick SmackDown's squad excluding Zayn and uh, Owens, I would probably go with Orton who's there. Nakamura. Um, I think you gotta look at it's another single on that on that side gotta be AJ, AJ yeah well,
1: and then um okay so next week if I be, if I remember correctly I think that they're doing Ziggler versus uh Rude Rude who They'll probably know, do Ziggler right, they're teaming together uh for the ass whooping uh I think they're having a match next week and whoever wins that is going to be into inserted into the uh Survivor Series mail match
0: I think they're gonna let Ziggler win so he can come out there and get pinned at a Survivor Series um so what's, what's that up to four Yeah, that's four. All right, I guess I need one more. Um, So I've got the roster pulled up here. I think you could make a case for Handsome Rusev. Mm, That wouldn't be bad. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, So on the raw side, (coughs) um, I'm going to go with old Roman Reigns. Of course. Uh, I think you're going to see Bray Wyatt, hmm. The, the, okay, aka the Sick Boys, um, Finn Balor, Jason Jordan, okay, and a returning Samoa Joe, hopefully. Okay,
1: I was thinking, I was thinking, Joe, uh, Joe Reigns, Balor, Jordan, and I couldn't think of a fifth at the time. I was like, you're really gonna have Bray? You're just gonna squash the Bray and um, and Finn thing, and just have them on the tag team together, or because you know I figure that you have that you leave Bray off, and then be conspicuous by his absence, the fact that he's gonna go come in the middle of the match and fuck uh Balor again, and then they have the match, they have another wow. match at the end of the year. Um 'cause because you know that's how that's all that's how all Bray Wyatt matches uh fuse work is he 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 like. Doesn't, like He's out of sight, out of mind, and then comes and fucks you over during a big spot light uh, of the year.
0: Yep. And then uh, also, uh, they don't underestimate them trying to slip the Drifter into this match. Do not underestimate it.
1: Oh, I, I don't know. Like, you got to pick one or the other. You can't put both of them in that match. You can't put Jordan and Drifter in the match.
0: Does Vince Man think that's like a WrestleMania main event one day? You know what I was thinking?
1: I was thinking like... This is like the New Age Bizarre, This is like the New Age Bizarre Rock versus uh, Triple H. That's hilarious.
0: That's hilarious.
1: Wow. <laughs> like it's, it's like we got this. We got this body guy. We got this body guy, and we got this other body guy. One's one's white skin, the other one's white, and, and with long hair. We're, <laughs> we're going we, to and we are going to make sure that those guys become the next guys, and we're just gonna put them together for now. We'll see what happens. Now, granted like i said bizarro because neither one of them dudes like like jason jordan is like the opposite of rock in that like the rock in 98 was like super green as a wrestler still but like he had all the charisma he had all the charisma uh building to it in a building in 98 and like jason jordan like has all the work has all the wrestling part down but like has the charisma of, of a wet sandwich Damn. so so like that's
0: See, I was thinking I'm, more like, Rock Triple Bizarro H. Recently. I was thinking more Rock Triple H 97, like when Rock was Intercontinental mm-hmm. Champion the first time, like Rocky Maivia versus, <laughs> versus Ooh, Yeah, yeah. versus the Blue Blood, one. you know, Triple H. So That's a good one. So, uh yeah, that's 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 an interesting parallel. Um another uh Look, it is, yeah, go ahead. It is
1: right now. Them two aren't gonna be the titans of the industry in two years. I can tell you that
0: right now with Jason Jordan. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That shit ain't happening. Not a fucking chance,
0: bro. Uh, You know, speaking of titans of the industry, you know, Kane is 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 apparently back. Uh, You know, (laughs) dominating and destroying fools. Uh, Single handedly destroying AJ Styles and the Shield. Uh, You didn't see Kane get beat up on Monday at all. Uh, And then inexplicably. Uh, I might add, uh, Kane went ahead and defeated Finn Balor clean as a sheet. One, two, three, and what was essentially described to me as a squash, because I didn't see the match.
1: Yeah, bro, that like the match. The match is pretty much just like a like a heel squash match, except it went except like it was Finn Balor in it, and it went a little bit longer than the average squash match would go. Like it like I wouldn't call that. Comp- it wasn't anyone's comp- version of a competitive match. Like if you were say, I would say like. Uh, I would say it probably like a 75-25 match.
0: Hey man, but the ending, but
1: the but the ending was what made it like so. Just like, oh my god, he killed this dude like a doorknob, like dead as a doorknob. Like he chokes like he's about to go up for the coup d'état. Uh, Kane sits up, and before you know, apparently, like you know, Kane sits sit up and, and is able to stand up and grasp him by the neck before you know Finn Deader and Dad can get down for off a turnbuckle. But whatever, he sits up. Grabs him by the neck, drags. Instead of giving him a super choke slam off the top rope, he brings him down, choke slams him three times in a row, and then pins him. I was like, my Jeez.
0: God! This, um, so, dude, so now man. I'm I'm going to go through the roster to find anyone, literally anyone else that could have taken that ass woman. If, if you want to establish Kane as a as a monster and a killer and all these, you could have said,
1: I got one for you, Matt Hardy.
0: Yeah, you could have sent Matt Hardy out there. You could have sent Apollo Cruz out there. You could have sent Titus. You could have sent Titus out there. You can send Goldust out there. You can send yep. um, Rhino out there, or Heath Slater out there.
1: Shit, I forgot they're on the roster.
0: Yes, <laughs> they, they they got to ask uh-huh. what backstage. So maybe their night was already uh, spoken for. But you could have sent any of those dudes out there, and uh, you know. Especially if you're putting Finn Balor over AJ Styles the previous night, it's like, who, you know, who, I don't know. Oh, we didn't talk about uh, AJ Styles and Finn Balor throwing up the two sweet and everybody losing their minds.
1: Mm. Yeah, man, like, that was the best match, that was the best singles match since what this year in WWE?
0: Um, I, I'll have to look. I'll have to look. Probably, probably i probably mean, say, i probably say, uh, since Ballard's match last month. Nah, that match,
1: nah, that, that match was good, that, but this match was great. Like, there's a, nah,
0: like. Might watch it again.
1: I would, yeah, like, that match was way better than, uh, that Bray Wyatt and, uh, Finn match. Like, not, I'm not, like, if I, by way better, I mean, like, it's like a half star better.
0: Hmm.
1: So, Um, like that's where that's where I'm at on that. Um, What was I going to say to you?
0: They throw up the two sweet, and 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 people lost their mind. And apparently, it's cool again to throw up the two sweet.
1: I mean, it's always cool to throw up the two sweet. It's just you know, are they making money with you throwing it up or not? You know, are you making money on the on the inside or outside of that wall? So that's where they're, that's how they they get down with it. Intellectual property.
0: Okay, sure. Yeah, man. Um, speaking of making money, um. <laughs> Brock Lesnar, uh, with his huge contract, uh, was in the ring with uh, Paul Heyman, and they absolutely uh, dipped Jinder Mahal in the chicken grease and fried him in the middle of the ring for the world to see. Uh, Paul Heyman came out there and called him the Make Believe Maharaja. He called him the um, he called him a guy that is ducking all. He barely escapes all his title matches, and he's trying to avoid another one. They called them, you know, the same brother's frauds for essentially stealing his gimmick. James, what did you make of this segment? Because, like, they killed it. Like, they basically held the mirror up on General Mahal and put him on the Sum- Summer Dream screen last night or Monday night.
1: Yeah, so I did not watch last uh, week's episode of SmackDown Live, um, but... I heard about the gist of him calling out uh, Brock, and you know the crowd like gave out audible the gasps. And they're like, "Really, dude? You're a fucking geek of a champion, and you're fighting against like the you know this dude that's so big he doesn't even show up for TV's or regular pay per views. Like he, like he's you know he's the ultimate main eventer, right? He's the super main eventer. Uh, so you know I thought it was interesting that you know they didn't give you know they didn't have uh, they didn't have him and give him some type of rub of you know you're accomplished duh, 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 you're this long-reigning champion he flat out said you thought said you're a joke which you know depending on how you feel about gender you know like either you, you think that's the absolute truth or you think there's some or at the very least you think there might be something to that so i i thought that it made me. It made me feel very. Uh, knowing how WWE gets down, it made me feel very, very uh, cautious that they might swerve us in and, and gender fucking wins.
0: If Jinder Mahal defeats Brock Lesnar, prepare to hear. Like you know, you remember an Eight Mile uh, when before uh, I want to say uh, B. Rap was rapping and um future he would look at him and say let this motherfucker feel it that that's pretty <laughs> that's pretty much what i'll be be doing on one nation radio the uh next day or or that evening or you know whenever i feel like recording it because bro they're 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 they're, they're, they're such trolls if they do this <laughs> like, like there's no way well, around this
1: i'm here to let you know right now um on that podcast, where you gonna let the motherfuckers fill it as you say? Uh, you'll be having to do that with another co-host because I'll be done until I roll over. That is, that is pure bullshit. Like that is pure uncut Colombian bullshit. Like I, I can't. Like I just can't. Like that. Like you mean to tell me that you fuckers have spent the entire year where he beats Goldberg with one with one F five. He beats. Uh, some Joe with one f five. He beats Braun Strowman one f five, and then he's going to lose to Jinder Mahal. And the whole reason why you had this dude beat all these all these giga- all these Goliaths, uh, all these Leviathans, are is because you are building him up super strong so that you can have uh, old Golden Boy, uh, get the get the, you know get that win uh, and finally get himself over. Uh, to the level of his push for the first time in the four years you've been doing this w- which is like whatever that's your plan cool but you, like but you're gonna have him like be on his back or get counted out or or, or dq to gender like nah bro that's not that makes no fucking sense that's that's moronic <laughs>
0: um I, I I would I would like encourage WWE to have AJ Styles get involved and make sure, like, if you're gonna go ahead and beat gender, I don't like if it's under me, I go ahead and squash him. I don't care. But if you can do this, you make AJ Styles playing to the finish where he gives gender Mahal a taste of his own medicine already, and you build that matchup, you know, for whenever you want to do it, like, he's distracted. He turn, some reason he doesn't look at Brock Lesnar and he gets destroyed and mauled and then AJ Styles, like, pretty much you go off the show, off the air with AJ Styles and Brock walking past each other and then AJ Styles picks up the world title and holds it up and then you go off the air with that. Like, that would be the way I'd do it.
1: You know the way how, you don't want to know the way how I'd do it? How? I wouldn't butt that fucking match. But
0: whatever. I whatever. I, I agree. I, I agree. <laughs> Because I don't know a soul that that wants to see this. Like, like if, if you are excited, like if you are excited about watching Brock Lesnar and Jinder Mahal wrestle with each other and tussle and and and, and put a match together, enlighten me. Um, because I don't know how Brock's going to end up on the mat for that long for Jinder Mahal to slap him in every wrest hold that he does in the match. Um, I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how Jinder um, Mahal is going to keep getting up from these suplexes. Uh, without the Sting brothers running in and all this stuff. It's going to be just all the smoke, all the mirrors, and Lesnar like, I, I can't believe you have me doing this.
1: Yeah. And, and another part about it is like, there are going to be so many matches that I could not give a flying fuck about on this card. Like, Hill versus Hill, Miz versus Corbin, nobody cares. Uh, like, there is there is a bit of intrigue of Uh, the only intrigue to the gender Brock thing is like are they going to be stupid enough to actually like have have gender like look good against against Brock or or showcase anything against Brock like that's the real intrigue and then like Natty versus Alexa nah like just nah like so three title matches three champion versus champion matches and I'm just like dude you know how much better you could have done than this yeah it's 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 a really weird card and like hopefully you know the for me i'm already looking at it as all right we have the tag we have shield versus usos and we have uh and we have um the the survivor series matches like that's what i'm looking forward to in in this like we're actually like really depending on survivor a survivor series match to to make survivor series really work and you know we, you know, two of the last three years we have had really good, great uh, Survivor Series uh, matches. So, so we had at least one in both of them. So like, hopefully that tradition continues because like, if you if you actually make work to make intertwine the storylines and uh, dissension amongst the teams and um and show the like the interaction of like the storytelling and make it all weave together, then like you 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 have something really there every year. But if you don't. If you don't treat it, if you don't treat it important, it won't. It or won't prepare, feel
0: important or prepare uh, I mean, for it. I mean, yeah. Um, there, there's rumors about there being a uh, special ref going to rest of this match, and names tossed around are John Cena, Austin, Rock, um, and to me, that just speaks to the testament of having to put a special referee in there um, with uh, Lesnar. To make it make it kind of be interesting because you got this other dude in the ring with them that that badly needs the assistance you know on the marquee, mm-hmm. but um yeah so so I don't know if they're gonna do a special ref gimmick. I'm tired of special ref matches. I think they should pretty much be abolished at this point unless there's a really good reason for one like like something like the end of an era match with Shawn Michaels and Triple H. It's like yeah his best friend versus this, this dude that he fought and has respect for now there you go um if you want to do something what what are some other good special referee matches um Shawn michaels and randy orton uh or what what Shawn michaels any pretty much Shawn michaels special referee match <laughs> like because he ends up in some type of personal conflicting feud with someone um like the daniel bryan randy orton one was a good one he trained them and then you know orton and michaels have a pretentious relationship over the years and you know, the whole authority tie-in with Triple H being Sean's boy. Like, there's something there. This one is just, hey, we don't believe in this main event like we, like we say we do. Yeah. He ain't who we say he is. Yeah, man. Yeah, I so. mean,
1: I, I have nothing to, to follow that up with. Like, that's just the... Uh... <laughs> It's just, a, it's just a clear ploy because they know, like, you no, know, dude, no one's actually going to buy that as a real legitimate main event. So let's put somebody else in there and see if, you know, people are just, like, start speculating on what could possibly happen now that this person is play to screw whoever else. That's, that's that's all it is. Like, at least they learned their lesson from doing, uh, if they have a special guest referee, at least, like, they're doing something that will show that they learned their lessons from that 2011 Survivor Series when they had uh, Rock and. And Cena versus The Awesome Truth Like anybody was actually gonna
0: buy that to see if You know, John <laughs>
1: Cena and, and, and The fucking Rock could prevail
0: Against The Miz and R-Truth Yeah man, R-Truth should've went over Um Over where? Over know, back to the house? Oh, over The Rock You know, you have a super duper star right now But um this man James hung up on me um so yeah um what is today today is october 26th and um it is a special day in um wrestling history at least um it is the 39th birthday of cm punk uh as i try to get james back on the line and uh, here he goes. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm back, James. I, it, apparently, I guess we got disconnected uh, somehow. Uh, nah,
1: I hung up. I let you know that, that, that the foolish will not be tolerated in this establishment. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I swear. I thought we had some connection is, issues. It, it's all good. No, you know, we we can resume I, back to what we was talking about. Um, yeah. So, uh, CM Punk uh, turned 39 years old today. Uh, rapidly headed towards you know uh, 40. Um, CM Punk, been gone from WWE for shit. Like, it'll be four years next month. Or, excuse me, in January. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, CM Punk, die for our sins. Um, <laughs> essentially for Dale Bryan in WrestleMania 30. Um, famously walked out of the company when um, he decided he was sick of this shit. And he also uh, saw the... The uh, what, what was that thing Martin Luther King used to say? Like, he, he's seen around the corner, he's seen over the horizon. Oh my god, so like, I don't
1: even think that's actually some I think okay, when I say that stuff about the Martin Luther King, that's for like Martin Luther King from that Boondocks episode when he was talking about, like, correct, that's you know, what I meant too. Well, <laughs> yeah, I did I like that. ain't Actually, I don't think that's actually Martin Luther King's words. That's just like somebody else that was
0: okay. If, if, if y'all Biden have never seen. It, it, uh another another you know two americas moment if y'all have never seen <laughs> the uh Martin Luther King episode on Boondocks please do um the <laughs> uh and back to the listless list, c m punk hey actually,
1: uh, actually maybe don't like that's a that is like a uh how to how do you say like that is one of the uh things about Boondocks is Like, that show's all about respectability politics, but, and it's funny, like, if you're not somebody that has to, like, you know, uh, have to convince, uh, people every single day that, like, uh, the the inequities between, uh, between, like, black people and white people aren't, like, based on, like, pathology, so... Like, it could be problematic showing a white person uh, boondocks because they might take it as like, oh yeah, you know, their their culture is actually all fucked up. It's like, <laughs> nah, bro. Uh, you might want to look at, like, your historical differences of and, and what, what's affected these outcomes of so, via social engineering. Not like, there's not there's not no thing about, like, a black person being born a fuck up. Like, chill on that. Yeah. So, that's what... So, that's what, so yeah. I don't know if you should be telling uh, encouraging people to watch boondocks. I would say, uh... If you're going to watch it, uh, get your, or have your mind right on, like, on what, on what's really,
0: uh,
1: uh, what's really, uh, the damaging in, uh, effects.
0: I like to think, I like to think if folks have been listening to this show, uh, they know what it is already. So, like, (laughs) you know, our audience might be prepared for, for, for boondocks.
1: Look, look, i am I'm, I'm sure uh I, I i would ever say like that That is, while that is true there are a bunch of people that do subscribe to that uh chris rock uh true there, there are black people that are n words so you, you, you can't always just take stuff for giving
0: yeah but uh cm punk back back to that back to the former best in the world um <laughs> He, uh, he celebrated his 39th birthday today. So, first off, happy birthday to him. Uh, wishing him uh, much happiness in his post-wrestling life. Uh, do you think we ever see this guy, like, come back and get get in the Hall of Fame or anything like that? And how long do you think that could be until?
1: I mean, I think, you know, the old saying goes, all hills groan. All Hills, all Hills yeah. Hills. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think, I think eventually there'll be a, uh, and, um, some type of, uh, Resolution. you know, some type of like make good or make up type thing where, you know, at least for, you know, the fans, whatever. And also for that, for that good check as uh, a, <laughs> as, as Roy Wood Jr. likes to call it. So, uh, I think eventually they'll be that. Like, I do I think he'll, you know, have an in-ring career again? I'm less, I'm less, uh, I'm less convinced of that than the actual. Like, they'll make good eventually. Like, I think, you know, he'll stay away because he's a, cause he's a stubborn motherfucker. And then eventually, over time will come around after his resting days, or at this, like time to actually being in your ring and actually do that stuff for over. Like, he'll be an old-timer type thing, and it'll be, like, more of a, you know, for the fans of that era type thing.
0: Who do you think is more likely to wrestle in WWE again? CM Punk or Daniel Bryan? Bryan. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, yeah, Punk, uh, so, like, I, I... At
1: least there's, like... I'm sorry, at least there's, like, a bridge communication. You know what I'm saying?
0: Correct. <laughs> correct. Um... I was going to say, uh, you know, famously, like, you know, I've gone on a record many times saying I started watching back in 2011 uh, when Rock came back to uh, start promoting WrestleMania 27. And, um, you know, I fell off a little bit right after WrestleMania. But what hooked me back in was, you know, the rise of CM Punk, um, cutting, dropping the pipe bomb. And uh, I'll, I'll never uh, forget that essentially you know it kind of like got me all the way back into it so damn you sam punk but um <laughs> at the same time but yeah it has led to you know you know watching a lot of wrestling that has held up you know to anything i saw when i was a kid um, as far as you know in the ring wise at least you know storylines are always a little different you know there's no like austin running around but we got our own uh form of that with uh, with uh, daniel bryan and all that but um punk definitely made it made his impact um, on the game and everything like that. And then this is kind of giving away. I, I want to come back to this, um, you know, to close the show today. But first, I want to talk about Nia Jax because she uh, ended up in a situation where she walked out of the, the WWE uh, supposedly over uh, not wanting to do the job to Sasha Banks on at TLC and also kind of like general unrest with her character and, um, you know, how she's been used. Uh, James, what did you make of this story when it when it came out, and and what do you what do you uh, see? And and also, Night Jack threw threw on the the uh, Big Joker, uh, <laughs> so uh, so what did you think about that whole thing?
1: I thought to myself, my God, like y'all don't give a shit about Sasha Banks, so why in the hell are y'all protecting her, especially after what you did to her this summer? Like, she's a geek. And you've been, and you have stopped and started with Naya so much, and, uh, she is eventually going to, you're eventually going to do the Naya versus, uh, Alexa thing at some point, uh, seeing that you teased it already, or actually you shot the angle and then you, like, backed out of it again. So, like, why in the hell can't she beat Sasha Banks? I got, that's what I thought. I thought it was weird.
0: Yeah, it, um, you know, Nia Jax is a very divisive personality within uh, the internet uh, community. Some folks they they give her hell for everything uh, based on her size, her you know who she's related to or whatever. But it has happened and will continue to happen until the end of time. Wrestlers will not want to lose at at a certain point. Um, every situation is kind of the same, but different. Like everybody's got their own reasons.
1: I think, okay. Like there, I don't think it's exactly that, but it's something that is sort of hand in hand. It's like wrestlers are okay with losing when it makes sense. Right. And, or it makes in their mind, it makes sense. So in that situation, that really didn't make sense to me as a fan watching, um, and it makes sense for her for for her at the spot scene. And, like they've always had her just basically like outside of the main event, um, scene uh, the last couple months. So it's like, why the hell would I lose somebody that like we just jettisoned from the from the main event, uh, scene? Like, are y'all going to start again? In the case, and why do y'all beat her two weeks after she won the title for like the third time?
0: And also, or, sorry, the
1: fourth time.
0: And also, if you're looking at Nia, like her biggest value is being like the heel monster champion and if she's not that you know it's like how they used to say about psycho sit back in the day if you're not in the main event like he's not really worth much to you if he's not a main eventer so like maybe (laughs) naya feels like you know it's a case where maybe she doesn't feel like this but it's a case where the perception is if naya is not the world champion of the women where do you what do you do with her you can't just like take her off tv forever because obviously people will forget about her and you can't just have her go over everybody because then you're going to have the wrong person, quote unquote, cleaning out the division before they ever get to the belt. So they have no one to wrestle. So. I
1: thought personally that what was going to happen
0: was, um,
1: in the, in the time to build towards Oscar, the challenging, challenging for the title, they were going to have, um, Naya be one of, be basically like the uh, the Chief J Strongbow to Alexa's <laughs> uh. to Alexa's uh, Bruno San Martino, which is funny because, you know, he say the same thing about Rainy Orton uh, being being like the, the safeguard before you get to, you eventually get to Cena in the main event. So, uh. I thought I thought that's what was gonna happen. And they were like, you know, they're just, you know, they're all over the place because they like to they like to have put people up and down and up and down and up and down, but like with Naya it wasn't so much up and down as much of it was stop and start, stop and start, stop and start. So for me, you know, I understand it and like don't get me wrong, like criticisms of, of Naya um, they're 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 legitimate. Like I've seen her almost kill like two different people, right? So yeah. um, But I mean, she's more over than she's pretty much ever been. Like over the summer she got more over than she pretty much had ever been any other point so it
0: was like alright if not now then win right and um she played the big face joker of uh I'll call Rock and ask him what to do and Rock gave her the advice walk and I, I, <laughs> I imagine that um that when, once they got back to Vince like like Nia holds a certain amount of leverage that I don't think many of the other women do um you know no. Rock they don't obviously don't want to you know screw Nia up and, and cost themselves that relationship with Rock uh, you know for however there's they a, want to be affiliated with him.
1: There's a reason why Paige still employed. Right. And there's all and that and that has to do with Dwayne the
0: Rock Johnson. Yep. So you know I wonder how Triple H feels about all this. Like I'm sick of this motherfucker. Like <laughs> <laughs> that. back <that's> to <who> our <laughs> I'll say this though. Look, see
1: at least we At least you know we always talk about how Vince and um, Vince is a stubborn uh, dude that doesn't that can't like read like the, they can't read like what's ahead of him. and like it's ultimately you know it's cost him a lot on the um, at points in his career and it's also won him a lot at the same time because he's a riverboat gambler and he's, a, and he's an egomaniac. All right. Well, at least at least that man know not to go to ride Tyrese.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes, Uh, based on what he did
1: to him. Yeah, yeah. Like seriously, besides seriously, besides like the military and and um and the police force, like who else? Who else in America is going uh, is going to beat the Rock? I mean, if if it were to come down to a head to head between uh between two uh. Between two uh, institutions, yes, I call the Rock institution. Yes, I did. Like yes. as far as like
0: like cultural like influence and just like looking who wins, like who we, who we start making the no. jokes about.
1: Like no no like something happens. Nobody's necessarily at fault one way or the other. Who uh, people who are people going to put their capes on for? Besides like most people, most people, right? Judge Judge Most people, like so. Besides the besides the police force and the military, who's beating the Rock? Beyonce. Mm, that's a little different. I think you're thinking of different amongst a certain uh, demographic. I don't think you're thinking amongst like uh, the three. Uh, what did you say? The 1.5 to 350.
0: Oh, okay. The 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 350,
1: 350 uh The 350 of all that it all embodies Americana, if you will.
0: Uh, maybe Taylor Swift. Well, I don't know. She she might have like like burned her her mm-hmm. uh, goodwill.
1: Yeah. After, after, yeah, Taylor, Taylor, Taylor catching L's these past, uh, this past year ever since, uh,
0: oh, Obama, uh, that, that, him, what, Obama. Although, I don't think rocking, I don't know if those guys would ever um, be opposed to each other, I, I, uh, uh, out in public Rich, at least. I, I like to, I like to
1: tell you, I like to tell you about this thing called 2016 uh, <laughs> uh, presidential election, like, uh, yeah, Obama wasn't. Obama is. Uh, how do you say it? He's polarizing without ever really being polarizing. If, if, if you catch my drift. I don't understand. Uh, there's, the, uh, there's, been, there's been a. has been a. has been, been a world would have changed over the last like eight years apparently. So. You know. Um.
0: Yeah. Uh, speaking of that. Um. Uh, I was on a Chad Matthews podcast. Um. Uh, this week and. Um, <laughs>
1: I didn't realize that sang many, I sang way
0: that for you, but yeah, it, it worked. Yep, it worked. Um, so, uh, I, I went ahead on there, and, it, this originally started, um, you know, like, if you guys didn't hear my appearance on there, I, I encourage you to go check it out. Um, the doc says, uh, shouts out to Chad for like, you know, kind of bringing that out of me, because I was like, I have this crazy theory. I told him about it, and I told him one line, what it was about, and I saved it pretty much live, until whatever, so, you know, he, um, was gracious enough to, you know, give me that space uh, you know, in full trust to to do so. So um the story goes like this. Like I was talking to James on the phone uh probably a couple of days before I wrote it out. And I I think we were shooting shit about something. We were talking about maybe like Tanahasi Kosugi's book. Uh we were 8 years in power or something like that.
1: Yeah, you were asking me um or you basically asked me what it was about because I had bought the book the day it came out or whatever and I told you that I only read through um, I basically explained to you like yeah you know uh there's basically a prologue, there's uh eight essays that he uh that were already published on The Atlantic and then um, he pretty much gives a breakdown about um, where he's at now on his thoughts on what he wrote um, at the time, now in two thousand seventeen. Um like it's like uh chapter notes. And then, um, he has the, the epilogue is pretty much, is that essay, uh, uh, Trump is, Donald Trump is America's first white president. Uh, so, so then you asked me about the breakdown, cause I told you I only read through, I had read like half the, of the, uh, of the, uh, essays, you know, when they came out at the time. So you asked me like, okay, so what's, what's a little different here, different there. And I explained to you like, like, the, like the thing that ties us all together is, uh, the title of the book and, uh, and, uh, what he came across as far as the parallel between rec- black reconstruction, uh, post, uh, emancipation and, uh, and like the backlash to, uh, Obama's presidency, which led to, uh, uh, the election of Donald Trump. And like I told you that in, um, the gist of it and you were kind of like, it was almost like over the phone hearing you like be deflated and like almost like deflated because you're like, oh my God, he's absolutely right. This is like terrible. But like now I know like this is like this dude cut through this bullshit that this cut dude cut through this bullshit and like it's, it's clear. You made it so clear. It's almost like you, it's almost like a, discovering like a revelation and like you just like, like something like cuts you to the bone as far as like this is like cutting truth and it's like depressing and it's sad but, like, it's the truth, and you like, can't look away from it.
0: Right. And, and then when I was talking to you, it felt like like when I started applying that to, I was like, man, that kind of feels like like wrestling a little bit. It was like a light bulb went off over my head. Like, <laughs> yes, and this is just how I think. Like, <laughs> it's like cause I, I have this, like, little term, like, wrestling is life, like, because it's a reflection of life, like, in certain situations at least. And then, like, I pretty much took it, like, the years that, the fans kind of were in power, were the rise of you know CM Punk and Daniel Bryan, um, and then after that, like everything has been an attempt to live in a post CM Punk and Daniel Bryan world uh, where they yeah. give the opportunity to to AJ Styles and Seth Rollins and uh, all these guys, but they're not really the dudes that you know like like punk and brian were no matter how good Mm -hmm. they are like they're just as good as them or even better like i think aj styles is better than uh than than cm punk but like there was there was like a clear there was a clear old guard and then it was replaced by you know that whole thing and then after that it's like yeah, we're in that post-world now. We're in this separate but equal phase of WWE like where they they can have the NXTs, they can have um, you know, the untraditional looking stars, the organic guys that people really want to get behind, then they put them at a certain level, but they're never going Yeah, they're slotted. Like they're never we're never going to get this generational like all the new guys that come along they're always going to be, have a, have a, have a lid on them, essentially. Like, just like, you know, African Americans in America for, you know, however X amount of years have, uh, have, have gone bad.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't think, I don't know if you thought about this the way I did, but, um, uh, when I was explaining to you about how, uh, in the book, how Coates is, uh, reading, um, uh, W.E.B. Du Bois' uh, analysis on um, the governor, or sorry, the uh, the the congressman in South Carolina, basically comes to the altar when they're about to like start Jim Crow, and um, he's saying, "Look, man, like you gave us, you know, less than twenty years, and you know, we built uh we built infra- we built a, a, a governmental infrastructure, and we built, you know." Bridges and, 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 and all this other Stuff and all this good work that we've done In a short amount of time why would you kill this And the Bois You know ultimate critique is The only thing worse the only thing that, that Like uh, that white supremacy fears More than, than, a, than a bad uh, Black government is a good black government And like for me You know now that you, you, you brought up the Wrestling thing and at the time like I didn't I never really fully entertained This but now that I'm thinking about it Like one of the parallels is All right, Vince lets the quote unquote uh, let people, you know, the people that he doesn't hand pick and choose that aren't the traditional uh, guys that have, you know, that fit all these markers for what he wants out of a guy. um, If those guys actually do break through, then where does that leave him in the future of his company as far as him being the, the person that can, that makes all these unilateral decisions and can always tell people. To go to hell, kiss his ass. Is that the is that the, uh, what's the what's the phrase? Is that the hill you want to die on? Yeah, yeah. He gives all these guys and, and get these guys in the constant like threat. Right. Um, like if things did change, then what happens to his strong grip on professional wrestling and his company in, uh, in the going future? Like, I mean, this is a company. You know, yeah, he has a, he has a controlling interest in it, but like, you know. It ain't that hard to it ain't that hard to uh it ain't that hard to foresee what could happen if um if things in the office changed. Right? Like if just like the power structure changes even a little bit. So you see what happens for where like, all right, well, let's push a dude that's never even had a singles let's like let's push a dude and fast track him that's never even like been a singles wrestler on the main car. Let's fast track that dude to win the title without ever winning any um underneath belts as a singles wrestler, like let's, you know, like let's let's do all these weird things with Balor and and AJ Styles and, uh, Steph Rollins, like we'll, you know, we have, we'll have these guys around and, you know, Steph Rollins is, uh, you know, he can be our quote unquote alt guy or whatever else, especially back when he had the, you know, the, the, uh, the half two face hair or whatever. Um, but ultimately like, we're only going to let those guys get to a certain level. Um, we're not going to make them super-duper stars. We're not going to – we're not on any illusion. Like, in fact, like, to me personally, like, in my mind, the way they've done this, like, they don't really – like, they want, you know, uh, Reigns to be the face of the company. Uh-huh. But, like, he'll never be, like, the guy, like, how, for example – a Triple H or a Cena or a Rock where Austin never were as far as, like, their number one guy. They can more or less call their shot and kill shit dead because uh, they have creative, some creative control and what you going to do, tell them no and then have them walk and then you're stuck with a shit pay-per-view. Because they, like, they, they, really they never... They don't really have... never built itself. Yeah. Like, I think they don't... I don't think they ever want a guy to ever get that big again. And that's the problem. Like, they, they have made it to where, like, they are a one. They're a, they're, they're, they are. They are. They are. They are an NFL team without a quarter, without a star quarterback. They are like, we got guys that are stars, but like nobody's ever bigger than a team. The holdout and all the other stuff. If you want to, um, and there may be some legitimacy to uh, the reason why you're holding out, feel like You need more cash, or need this, that, and a third. But like, people are here to see the circus in town. They're not here to see necessarily you. And we're we going to make damn sure to like oh, we're not make damn sure, but like we're going to do the 50-50 booking. that nope, to make sure that nobody ever becomes that big and leaves us for Hollywood.
0: They're, they're going to protect the shield, uh, like another NFL phrase, and also That's going. That's a good point, yeah. And al- and also going back to what you were saying, like um, when you were saying, "Yo, we done all these good things. Like, why would you take this away from us? Like, like Daniel Bryan saved WrestleMania 30 events, like." <laughs> like like and I know Daniel Bryan's body broke down on, on him or whatever but there were there were guys set in place to be to to take over that you know that whole that energy that movement just how like you know Daniel Bryan pretty much absorbed you know CM Punk and like the Daniel Bryan following the CM Punk following became one like, it was it was unified, it was ready, like, for him to be the leader. And then, unfortunately, he broke down. But there were so many guys set up in the pipeline, it feels like, and still there now, that never quite got to do that thing because WWE decided that even though, like you said, like, it was, you know, bad uh, Negro leadership, it's good Negro le- leadership, it's like, wow, if he's right, does that mean I was wrong all throughout history? Like, <laughs> also, and, like, and... and the thing is with it is these guys now, like, they get stuck being second-tier players. Like, you know, they, they could have the next Daniel Bryan and Johnny Gargano, but I, I don't know if we'll ever find that out. Like, <laughs> and, 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 right. if that doesn't, like, make you, like, you know, think about it a weird way. like Like, we just had Kane going over, you know, a young star on Monday night. Like, for what? Like, and then also, like, you know... There 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 are unicorns like like Braun Strowman of course that don't like fit this uh thing, but I felt like it was a situation where he was organic and the people wanted him, but because the people wanted him, Vince didn't get it. He was like, No, not yet. That's always gonna be there. But you can't take that stuff for granted because that can leave. Like because at one point they wanted Roman Reigns, but then at another point it's like, yo, he became the system essentially you know and it's unfortunate for for reigns because he didn't do anything but show up and get handed bad material and you know he he did some of it himself also but he caught yeah, way
1: the the like when i said about the about uh like how they fast-tracked the, he wasn't ready for that like if we had like, and granted, I don't necessarily mean right now. Like if they had waited like literally a year, gave him a year, you know, they, they, they would have been a, he would have been in a better spot to actually like go out there and take and swim as far as the promo. Like they were just like, we have a guy that looks the part, so we so we basically took him with the number one overall pick. We're gonna go out, we're gonna run up to the <laughs> we're gonna run up to the stage to the to the podium <laughs> to go draft to go draft a, 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 a Jake Locker. A how uh, Mike Glennon type, oh you know what I'm saying? God. Like, and I don't, I don't mean as no disrespect. The Roman the Roman's a far uh, superior wrestler compared to those guys. Uh, those bums, uh, uh, like, uh, work as as quarterbacks. I'm just saying, like, this is what, this is like the, this was the trappings of you bet you guys bet on the wrong dog, and you guys knew that y'all guys knew what these the issues were. Y'all were just so desperate to find another quote unquote quarterback.
0: Yeah. Um... To succeed, Cena yeah and the and the whole deal with that indie scene like that never quite went away it's still the great indie scene as it's always been they're always going to be producing like new exciting guys and that's what the fans are kind of like that 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 ceiling or excuse me that floor of the indies like is rising now like you can can Mm -hmm. see it more than ever there's merch available like you walk into a store you walk into a Hot Topic anywhere in America you can find a Bullet Club shirt you can Mm -hmm. you, you see the ground rising Like and these guys are going to be doing the things that are going to be influencing the next generations of stars just like you know the the folks the like the the um the black rock musicians in the 50s that pretty much got their sound like pretty much adopted through influence and you know some appropriation a little bit um in the uh you know what do you,
1: well, what do you mean some
0: <laughs> you know
1: have you, ever, have you ever have you ever heard of Led Zeppelin record
0: yeah so <laughs> So, like, you, you you hear, like, the next generation, like, and they take their music and, and blow it up. So, like, it's going to be, like, the next generation that takes what all what all the guys are doing outside of WWE now and pretty much will get the credit for it if they come along into WWE with that. But it's, like, these guys now, like, the Young Bucks are, like, these guys are Robin Hood out here. Like, <laughs> like these guys are the dudes. Like, I don't know if they'll ever get their credit, but I'm glad they're getting the money right now.
1: hmm Yeah, and I I think when I think about that, I'm thinking to myself like, when you say like the next generation, like my next generation, you mean NXT right now? Because like you know that sort of they sort of have WWE. Like the the weird thing about NXT is NXT is almost like uh, almost like when the NBA put in the college the one year of college rule, where it's (laughs) almost like well, well, like well, you know. People have all these worries about like these Indies these quote indie guys like they would have worries about these uh these high school guys for you know, minus the you know, all the problematic uh issues of uh of uh the problematic issues that lie with you, you being worried about eighteen year old black kids getting a bunch of money. Uh but aside from that point, uh you have you have them going to the Indies and they get these guys, and they basically put them on a stage to where they can get, or where uh, people that are into the NBA will be able to see these uh, NBA slash WWE, if you will, be able to see these guys on a on a fairly regular basis on that on, on T, or on the network. Um, and they get to become, uh, a, they get to actually brand themselves as, as stars ahead of time, and then you know the diehards are in on them and have seen them, so that there's already hype, so people already know who they are while coming into league as opposed to, you know, like who the hell is this Kobe Bryant? Kid? Who the hell is this T mac kid? Who's this dude who's this kid from like from uh from from uh South Carolina by way of Chicago named Kevin Garnett. So like that's sort of how they've done this um by getting these indie guys to come in and and spend a year, year and a half and in the case of Finn Balor, how long was Finn Balor there? Forever? These are, like, two and a half
0: years, it felt like
1: yeah. Yeah, Finn Balor felt felt Finn Balor felt like the Tyler Hansbro Tim Tebow of, of NXT. Jesus. So 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 that when guys you know so the guys get there is already like there's already a buzz for the Oscar same thing and you know the horsewomen as well and and hopefully you know they have a people know who they are because the hardcore know who they are and people and they hope that you know these guys can get over from there. The issue is once they get from to, the issue is like you know somehow for some reason. Cop, you know, as opposed to the exact opposite, which is true for uh, the NFL and uh, especially the NBA is like, why is the college game better than, than the pro game?
0: <laughs> or the college game is not preparing you for the program, the pro game in, in this case in WWE and NXT. Like, well, I don't think Nakamura got helped by going to NXT like like he, he was the same guy he would have always been. Like the only thing he got out of NXT was a classic match with Sami Zayn. And you know he got the a NXT classic, title. Classic match,
1: oh, a classic match, a, max- a classic, a classic match. Easy for me to say. And a uh, and an all time great entrance.
0: Yeah, all time great entrance. Those are the things he got from NXT. Um, Bobby Rude, you know he he got, you know he got some matches with Nakamura, and he got uh, you know the the entrance music. He got. It's like these guys are, you know, we're kind of going in circles now, but it's like if you want to hear the full verbatim rant, like go check out Chad's show uh, because it's, yeah. you know, you know, and, and remove yourself from, it's the, it's the macro, not the micro. Obviously no one's dying or anything like that. Um, you know, when you pull out the no, words, a,
1: the best way to, the best way to explain it to people is it's a thought experiment, it's not about that. It's, it's, it's an analogy. that's based on the abstract, it's not an analogy based off like millions of lies, millions of lies, like, you know, uh being, you know, destroyed based off of social engineering.
0: Yeah. But um and we're
1: ultimately talking about, you know, body slams and, and drop kicks.
0: Yeah. And fake fights. Um yeah. yeah. But uh I, I think that's a kind of a good place to leave it. Uh James, you got anything we want to add uh before we get up out of here?
1: Uh no, nah, not too much. Nah, nothing really. Uh I guess, I'm, I guess I'm headed over to your spot tomorrow for a Stranger Things Season 2 marathon. So I guess that'll be fun. But uh, I'll tell you what. I'll, uh, I'm will i sure we'll have stories for, for uh, the listeners next week for that or even Sunday.
0: For sure, man. Uh, I just want to say uh, the Los Angeles Lakers are 2-2. Two two. Uh, you know, the Lonzo Ball is not losing twice in a week out here. Um, you know, I was waiting for the torture. You know, it didn't come. Um, and... I, i'm proud of my team right now you know so so I, i'm real happy you know about about the nba right now uh it feels like i have a dog in the fight you know and um i've been seeing a lot of like you know good performances and games going down to the wire and, and dudes like having to step up early in the season like eric gordon uh go ahead and put went ahead and put the Sixers away um you know with a game winner they uh the lakers and, and the um What's their names? Uh, the Wizards—they had a overtime game that went down to the wire. Uh, LeBron and uh, what was against the Nets, uh, the Warriors and the Rockets. Like a lot of like close, like a lot, a lot of competitive games. Like it's a lot of like things going on right now where it's like I don't know if everyone's legs are all the way under them. You know the news uh, schedule has has played a little bit of a part, and you know dudes not being ready, but you know. Um, I'm, I'm liking where the lead's going this year so like i'll be watching plenty and if you guys want to like we'll probably do some nba talk sunday um you know a little bit more expanded on there uh we'll have a little bit more to work with but you know who, who's impressed you thus far the most james
1: um as a team or individual player both well i mean you gotta say Giannis because like i mean he showed up ready to go um is it so far? Like he, I mean, he's had what, three, two, three monster games already. I mean, where most teams are already like right now. I'm watching Sixers, not Sixers. I'm sorry. I'm watching um Bucks versus Celtics right now. The game's coming to an end, and like you know, he's already had another on par performance for MVP caliber uh stat line. So like this is now well, this uh, only one game he hasn't done this. So uh you know, it's it's crazy that he's you know he's about to turn 30 or 23 and he's already doing this like it's it's just really interesting like it's going to be fun to see where this goes over the next um you know 10 years with him
0: yeah man so uh
1: now as far as as, far as the team I, I mean like I guess you got to say the clippers right uh
0: have they lost yet
1: no yeah, they, yeah there's no undefeated teams in the, in the league The yeah, yeah. like, last one was actually the warriors wizards. or not the warriors the wizards yeah um but like you know, it's it's for those that you know those that never really watch or whatever else. Like you know, and maybe it's just me or whatever. But like, Pete Blake Griffin is like one of the most fun guys to watch in the entire league because like the dude plays so hard. The dude has such a great handle for his position, such such great touch and passing ability. Um, and now you see like that jumper, like
0: he's shooting like forty four percent know, or some shit, right?
1: Something like that, yeah. Like the thing is, when you give Blake Griffin, um, when when like that's the thing with that that 2014 year was like it. For those that didn't watch, like that dude was incredible. He was so fun to watch because it was almost like watching like it was almost like watching Sean Kemp and like Karl Malone merge together as a one player, but <laughs> with a handle. It was like, oh, this dude has mid- this dude can shoot out of 20 feet. Oh, this dude will put you. This dude will will dunk on you and say you. You know. Traveling across the, the space time continuum, like it's 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 really fun to watch that dude and like and it, it's been you know, and I'm glad to uh, I'm glad that we have that back because yeah, I didn't know if we were ever going to see that again.
0: All you had to do was get rid of Chris Paul and, and he started taking off, you know. No, you know, theory. The issue
1: was issue. No, the issue with him was uh, can that dude stay healthy? I mean, we talked about on the on the playoff preview was like. You know, I don't know they're making the playoffs because like I'm expecting Blake Griffin to miss twenty to uh, miss twenty to thirty games because that's what he does every single year. So like at least we getting it, at least we're getting that good that good Blake Griffin before he eventually inevitably gets hurt again.
0: Yeah, man. Um but we'll we'll get to more NBA talk uh next week. <laughs> uh try to sprinkle a little bit of that that in there go lakers big baller brand triple b's listen to that super saiyan uh alonzo but um yeah we we up out of here man appreciate y'all listening peace
1: later Kyrie. the floor is not 40 years old
0: between me and you i think that boy kind of slow